Welcome to IGTV Project Lekut the 10-minute Sicha. This Sicha discusses Schar Mitzvahs, the reward for the Mitzvahs. In our Parsha, there is a Mitzvah of called Shiluach HaKan, to send away the mother bird when taking the baby birds. And the Pasuk says, It will be good for you and you will have a long life. In the end of Masech Techulin, there is a Braise in the name of Rabbi Yaakov, where he tells of a story that he saw of a father instructed his son to go and bring down the baby birds. The, fa- the son goes up and sends away the mother bird, brings down the baby birds, but on his way down, he falls and he dies. He had just done two mitzvahs, Kibbut Aim and Shiluach HaKan, both of which have Psukim telling us about long life. And yet, he died and did not get his reward. Rabbi Yankiv therefore concludes that schar mitzvahs Baha'i al-Maleka, there's no reward for mitzvahs in this world. The reward is in the world to come. Rabbi Yankiv is disagreeing with the Mishnah here in Chulin, as well as the Mishnah in Peya, which says, that there are certain mitzvahs for which we receive the, the, the fruit, the reward in this world. The Rambam in Perik Ches and in Perik Tes of Hilchas Tshuva seems to take the opinion of Rabbi Yaakov that the schar, the reward for mitzvahs, is in Olam Abba, quoting this Braisa and siding with Rabbi Yaakov seemingly against the accepted opinion of the Stam Mishnah of the unnamed Mishnah. So the question would be, why does the Ramam take the solo opinion against the opinion of the Stam Mishnah? On the story itself, we have two questions. Number one, why is it necessary to involve the mitzvah of Kibbut Aim? Seemingly, if we had just told the part about Shiluah HaKan, about sending away the mother bird, we would get the same message. We would see that he did the mitzvah and didn't get the reward. On the other hand, how is this story a proof with regards to mitzvahs, all types of mitzvahs, or all, all, all other instances even of this mitzvah? Maybe in this case, the son had the intent to not fulfill the mitzvah and therefore did not get the reward for the mitzvah. But in other cases, possibly the reward would have come to him in this world. So that's another thing that we have to understand. The last thing we want to understand is the Mishnah itself. The Mishnah tells us two things. Number one, that if we need the bird to do the process of taras metzayra, of purifying the metzayra, making him permissible to come back into the community, we still cannot uh, transgress the mitzvah of Shiloh HaKan, the mitzvah of sending away the mother bird comes before the purification of the mitzvah. Then the Mishnah says that from this we can derive the great reward for mitzvahs. If a mitzvah that's easy and inexpensive, like sending away the mother bird, is, is, brings us such great reward, then for other mitzvahs that are difficult or expensive, certainly we can, we can expect great reward. So the question that we have on this is twofold. Number one, what's the connection between the beginning and, ha- and the end of the Mishnah? How, f- the first half is a halacha, that Shiluach HaKan comes before mitzvah. The second half is about the reward of mitzvahs, seemingly not very connected. And the Mishnah even adds a vav, uma, that they are specifically connected. The second question we have is if we can derive from the mitzvah of sending away the mother bird that all the other mitzvahs get reward, 
Why does the Pasuk have to tell it to us by Kibud Aim? Why can't we derive Kibud Aim from sending away the mother bird? Why does the Pasuk have to tell it to us again by Kibud Aim? So to answer all these questions, we have to uh, understand the Mishnah and the Gemara a little bit better. And here's how it goes. The mitzvah of Shiluach HaKan, although, there, although it is not all about compassion, the Mishnah tells us we shouldn't say that it's only about compassion, but nevertheless it contains a certain element of compassion. Why do we do this? One of the things that motivate us to do this is because it's compassionate to the bird. Now, when it comes to the Mitzayrah, who is not who is not allowed to be with his wife until he goes through the purification process, purifying the Mitzayrah expresses compassion to the human being to be able to bring him uh, sooner to his wife and to his life. And we know that our sages tell us, God Shalom, peace between husband and wife is so great that we even are even allowed to erase Hashem's name when preparing the uh, the water for the Saita. So I would think that compassion to a human being comes before compassion to a bird. And I would think that the Mitzayda comes before the sending away of the mother bird. Therefore, the Mishnah tells us that it's not allowed. Based on the Pasik, Shaleyach Teshalach Mikal Mokim, the Gemara tells us that in any case you have to send away the mother bird even before a Mitzayda. Because the Pasik is telling us that the reason that we do this mitzvah is not just because it's compassionate, not just because we feel good about this mitzvah, but we do it because Hashem told us to do so. And we even want to lakuf es we even want to teach the Yitzhahara that we're not doing this because it feels good, because the Yitzhahara thinks it makes sense. But we're doing it because it's the right thing to do, because Hashem told us to do so, and therefore the Mitzayda does not override the bird. From this we can derive that while on the one hand the mitzvah is an easy mitzvah because it is something that we feel good about, it expresses compassion. On the other hand, the reason we do so is not like a mitzvah between person and person, that the ultimate goal of that mitzvah is to do a favor for someone else or for something else. The reason we're doing this mitzvah is because Hashem told us to do so. And therefore, this mitzvah is not a mitzvah that is similar to Ben Adam Lachaveroi, the mitzvah between person and person. This mitzvah is more similar to a mitzvah Ben Adam Lamakim, a mitzvah that we do between the person and Hashem. We're doing so because Hashem told us to do so. And therefore, when the Mishnah juxtaposes the law of the mitzvah to the schar, to the reward of the mitzvah, it's teaching us something very powerful. It's teaching us that this mitzvah is a mitzvah shebin adam lamakim between man and God, and therefore the reward for this mitzvah is in the world to come. If it was a mitzvah bin adam lachaveiroi between person and person, since the benefit derived is to the person on this world, therefore the reward is seen in this world. But a mitzvah shebin adam lachamakim, the reward is in the world to come. And that is the opinion of the Mishnah. Rabbi Yaakov argues. Rabbi Yaakov in the Brayse says no. Not only are mitzvahs between Hashem, person and Hashem, do the, does the re- reward come in the world to come. But even mitzvahs, the reward is in the world to come. And he learns this from the story. Because in the story, not only was the person fulfilling the mitzvah of sending away the mother bird, he was also fulfilling the mitzvah of honoring one's father. And that's a mitzvah. And yet, he still did not get his reward. Not only that, but in the mitzvah, intent doesn't matter. 
We asked earlier, maybe he had the wrong intent. In a mitzvah between the person and Hashem, the intent matters. But in a mitzvah between a person and another person, what matters most is that the recipient received the favor. So if a person drops a dollar and someone else finds it and uses it for tzedakah, then the person who lost the dollar gets the reward because the tzedakah was given. The poor person doesn't care how it got to him. Similarly, the father got his birds and therefore the kibbutz of aim was done. The intent doesn't matter and still the person did not receive his reward. Therefore, Rabbi Yankiv derives that it must be, it must be that even by a mitzvah, the reward is in the world to come and he therefore disagrees with the Mishnah. The Rambam, although it seemed originally that the Rambam is siding with Rabbi Yaakov, now that we know that the Mishnah holds that the reward is in the world to come, the Rambam is also talking about mitzvahs in the world, to, uh, mitzvahs of Adam Lamakim, when he says that the reward is, is in the world to come. The Rambam is siding with the Mishnah. And the fact that the Rambam says that the re, there is reward in this world for mitzvahs between person and person, it still does not contradict the rule of schar mitzvahs Baha'i al-Maleka, that there's no reward for mitzvahs in this world, because the ultimate reward is in the world to come. That reward that is happening in this world is peiroi seyen, is only the fruit of this mitzvah, which mean, of the schar, which means it's only part of the reward. The ultimate reward, even according to the Rambam and even according to the Mishnah, they will agree that the ultimate reward for any mitzvah is in the world to come. This does not contradict the promises in the Torah for material goodness, where the Torah tells us that Hashem is going to give us certain things for doing the mitzvahs and the opposite, take away certain things if we don't do the mitzvahs. Because the Ramam explains that these promises, these material promises are not reward. They are facilitators. In order for us to be able to fulfill the mitzvahs properly, we need to have certain things, certain material goodness to be able to go on and learn Torah and do mitzvahs. And the difference is that these promises are practical things. Things that actually facilitate the fulfillment of mitzvahs and the learning of Torah. The reward, that comes after the fulfillment of the mitzvah. And it is infinite. It is way beyond the mitzvahs that were, uh, were done. And when Nafal Vames, and when the person fell and died, the reason there were no material goodness after that because, is because the material goodness is in order to facilitate Torah and mitzvahs. Once the person completed his time on this earth and is not yet fulfilled and is not anymore fulfilling Torah and mitzvahs, at that point the, the material goodness is not necessary anymore and therefore it stopped being given to this person. And from this we can learn that for everything that we do, Hashem gives us goodness so that we can continue to do more. On top of that, there is reward that is waiting us, reward that is waiting for us, not only in this world, but also and especially in the world to come. And may we merit in, in this month of Elul that we should see the reward for mitzvahs even in this world. And it should be in a way of a ksiva We should be written and inscribed for a good year in a way of goodness that is seen and revealed to us. Thank you for watching.